In Hilcha Shvisus Asa Peri Gimel, the Ramam discusses the other Isurim that exists in Yom Kippur besides eating and drinking. The Rambam begins by saying that it's usher to wash oneself on Yom Kippur, both with hot water or with cold water. And it doesn't make a difference if it's the whole body or just one limb. Even a small small finger, it's usher to wash with water. The king and the, and a kala and a bride, they wash their faces. The kala in order that she should look beautiful to her husband. And the king in order that he should be seen beautiful to his nation, which is a halacha that he has to do. And how a kala is considered a kala for the first 30 days. The Rambam continues and says that someone who is dirty with some kind of dirt or mud, they're allowed to wash the place that's dirty in order to clean themselves in Kippur, and they don't have to worry about it. Additionally, a woman can wash one of her hands with water in order to give food to her child, and someone who is ill is allowed to wash themselves like a regular, even though he's not in danger. And whoever has to go to the mikvah is allowed to go to the mikvah regularly, regardless if it's Tisha B'Av or Yom Kippur. The Ramam continues and says that someone who saw a carry in these days in Galas and on Yom Kippur, if it's still wet, then he just wipes himself with a cloth and that's enough. And if it's dry or it became dirty in some places, he just washes those areas that are dirty and he davens. But it's also for him to go to the mikvah to wash his entire body because a person who's taivo bismanazeh never becomes tar from tumas mace, from the tomb of a dead body. And so therefore the washing from a carry to tefillah in these days is only a minig. And a minute can't be mavat or something that's asaf from the Torah. And the only time when they said that someone who sees a carrying kip was allowed to go to the mikvah was only at the time when they were mistaken as tefillah at the time of Ezra. And we already explained that this taikana was already batal. The Ramam continues and says that it's asaf to sit on mud that's moist, that if it would touch something else, it would make that thing dirty as well. The Ramam continues and says that on Ervium Kippur, a person could take a handkerchief and soak it in water and wring it out slightly and then put it underneath the clothes or to use it the following day to wipe his face, and it's not a problem. And even though it has a lot of coolness to it, that's okay. The Ramam continues and says that a person that goes to greet his teacher or his father or someone who surpasses him in his knowledge or to go to the base medish is allowed to go into water as long as it only reaches to his neck and not further up. And he doesn't have to worry um, about doing it on Yom Kippur because he's doing a mitzvah to go to this place. See more details of this in Halacha Vav. The Ramam continues and says it's usher to wear a shoe or sandal made of leather even if it's on just one foot. But a person can use other kinds of materials where they could feel the ground under their feet. And the Rambam says that even though children are allowed to eat and drink and wash and anoint themselves in Yom Kippur, they should be prevented from wearing shoes or sandals that are made of leather. The Rambam continues and says that a person is allowed to wear leather shoes in order to prevent himself being bitten by scorpions if they're in an area that has them and he wants to make sure that when he's walking he's not bitten by them. Additionally, a woman who has just given birth for the first 30 days is called a chaya and is allowed to wear uh, leather shoes in order that she shouldn't feel cold. Additionally, someone who is ill, even if they're not in danger, is allowed to wear leather shoes. The Ramam continues and says that it's usher to anoint part of the body, just like it's usher to anoint the entire body. And it doesn't make a difference whether it's an anointment that's a pleasure or something that's not pleasurable and just for necessity. If, however, it's someone that's ill, even though it's not danger to them, they're allowed to anoint themselves. Additionally, if they have like sores on their head and they need to anoint themselves, that's fine as well. The Rambam concludes by saying that there are some places that they have a minute to light a candle on Yom Kippur in the house in order that the person should be embarrassed of his wife and not come to have relations. And there's some places where they have the minute of not lighting so this way they don't see their wife and don't come to it. If Yom Kippur falls out on Shabbos, though, everyone is obligated to light a candle because the near of Shabbos is an obligation. This concludes Hilchoshvi's assessor.